hallelujah let us pray father we thank you for this morning thank you for this beautiful day that you have made thank you for the grace thank you for the privilege that you've given us again to partake of your word thank you for the grace and for the mercy that you have shown us thank you for your mighty hand that is outstretched on each and every one of us we thank you for the wisdom and the revelation of your word we thank you for nigeria we thank you for this new month we thank you for this new beginning we thank you for the great and mighty things that you are doing in it father we thank you because uh, you are raising us up to be ambassadors and to be remnants for you even in this time and in this age lord we ask this morning again that you send your word with so much clarity and with so much power in the name of jesus that your name alone will be glorified in jesus mighty name we pray amen hallelujah good morning to you wherever you listening to this um it's a great great privilege and uh it's a delightful thing for me to bring the word of god to us again this beautiful morning the first sunday in the month of october i rejoice at his word as one that finds a great spoil it is the delight uh, of my soul the bible says that his word is sweeter than honey even the honeycomb said it's sweeter than honey yeah sweeter than even the honeycomb that is um the energy and that is the excellent essence of uh of the word of god in a man's heart a man who has given himself to dig out and to live by the word of god the word of god is the ultimate 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 uh, standard by which our life uh, moves by the word of god is what uh, brings the reality of heaven the reality of god that brings it into our life the bible says that <laughs> you know it's it's so interesting the bible says that um wherever the word of the king is there is power wherever the word of the king is there is power and uh, no one can see it unto him no one see it unto him uh what do it what do it down what are you doing nobody can say that to him because wherever the word of the king is there is power um and god is the king of kings so wherever the word of god is um there is power now you, you know when the pe- person writing that that uh, that portion of scripture when he was writing it he didn't even know that 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 scripture was going to or that word or that sentence was going to be included in the canon of scripture he was just writing writing it uh sincerely objectively only apart from any intention for you to be uh, included in any holy book he himself being a king and he was writing what is just an objective experience an objective reality of uh, this matter so he wrote it that wherever the word of a king is there is power and if you are a true person of the kingdom you know that every word of the king you will realize that every word of the king uh is is a decree is not uh, is not a suggestion you know it's not it's not it's not an idea every word of the king is a decree uh that imparts to encourage you that whatever god has spoken to you whatever god has told you at one point or the other in your escapade in your adventure in your journey with him ah uh, don't worry it might take time for you to materialize 
it might take time for it to come uh, to physical manifestation but ultimately you know that it is a decree it must happen and there are a lot of agents there are a lot of agencies uh if, uh, if you if you like a lot of agencies that are already at work for that work to come into manifestation it's just like if if a, if a president or if a king uh, I think if a king when where in a, in a place or in a setting where uh, they still practice monarchy, if a king decrees a thing, uh, the king does not need to 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 set out and go and monitor what what he has decreed. No, if the king orders a man to be killed, if a king orders a man to be killed, he, he might just go and relax himself and then. <laughs> that you can be you can be sure that the man is dead you can be sure that he will die no matter uh no matter how 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 powerful or no matter the circumstance you can be sure that that word is going to come to pass it is because wherever the word of the king is there is power so whatever god has spoken to you at any point in time at any point in your life in your journey with him um be comforted that it will surely come it will surely come it will surely come that is what abacuc was saying he said write uh, the vision and make it plain the vision is yet for an appointed time uh it will not tarry uh, it will surely come even though it tarried it will surely come it will surely come so be uh, comforted every the word of the king to you the word of god to you is a decree to you and again it's um it's both a consolation a comfort and it's also a uh, a message of uh, a charge that please take the word of god very seriously take the word of god very seriously the word of god is the compass to the soul the bible calls it uh the bible bible says that the word of god is quick and powerful is quick that word quick there is the word living is living is alive and powerful it is sharper than any two-edged sword it even goes it pierces through the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit it it pierces through the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit it reveals the intent of the soul the word of, of god is the anchor uh, of the soul in the face of the fiercest uh, battles in life of the fiercest uh, antagonism in life the word of god is what will sustain you uh, your philosophy uh, are going to help you to a point but at one point or the other they still feel you you still find a you still find a counter reason to whatever philosophy you still find a counter philosophy to it that will challenge you at one point or the other but you can be sure that the word of god is strong it stands sure the bible says that forever oh lord your word is settled in heaven forever oh lord your word is settled in heaven your word is, is this bible says his word has been tested it has been tried in fire seven times his word has been tried in fire seven times and uh it has passed uh, the entire trial and the entire test so this you encourage you please give attendance to the word of god read your bible read your bible uh, i was speaking with a brother very recently and then he was sharing about the statistics that he got he found somewhere uh like less than less than less than 10 percent of christians that they they that they captured in the pool they captured in the uh in the entire statistic and everything less than 10 percent of them read the bible and these are young people young young men and women captured in in the pool less than 10 percent of them read 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 the bible 
read the bible if if you don't if you cannot even do reading how how then can you do study you can't you can't uh but the encouragement is read the bible please if you are listening to this i know and i can assume that uh, there is a certain level of uh, zeal of interest and of desire that you are for god in your heart and that is why i'm encouraging you read your bible read the bible through yes it is a good thing you are a christian the word of god is god's letter god's message to you read it through from beginning to the end read it through several times as as many times as you can read it through. just read through genesis to revelation or whatever order you want to take it just read it through like that get the entire the broad message of the bible take the word of god very seriously those are that is how you begin to land upon treasures land upon treasures land upon treasures that will make you and that will bring out the real real version of you now bring out the real version of you and i tell you the real version of you is the best version of you you cannot get it get it anywhere else apart from uh the word of god that is written to you and that is written in your heart please give attendance to the word of god the word of, of the lord is a decree whenever god instructs you to do anything please do it do it do it is 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 uh is authority and you don't want to live in rebellion you don't want to live in rebellion you don't want to be like king saul king saul was one that willingly that outright violated the direct order the direct uh direction the direct decree the direct instruction of god and when god came what god saw he said he said disobedience is just as the as the sin of witchcraft disobedience is just as the sin of witchcraft when you disobey god you live in rebellion and then what god considers is witchcraft don't disobey god is clear instructions about the ones that are written for us generally that are written for us the instructions are clearly written for the imperative the injunctions of the scripture that are clearly given to us every believer are uh, generally make sure that you follow it and that you do not uh follow the trend in our generation that question the authority and the integrity of the word of god you are a member of god's family and you are uh, you are a child of god you are you obey god you submit you defer to god uh, and if you begin to question his authority and that 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 is a question mark on your true sonship in him you defer to him you defer to him he is god yeah yes he is god you defer to him in everything um please take his word seriously uh take his instructions seriously carry out carry carry out his instruction promptly and with joy with joy of art it will help you in the name of jesus that is just a brief and a quick one uh to take us and introduce us into our, our, our matter for today very briefly we started to discuss on matters of spiritual warfare last week and i tell you that was very very uh awesome very very phenomenal i also i i got a lot of um a lot of instructions and a lot of clarity a lot of understanding from that um discussion last week and we'll go on in that same um in that same trend or in that same pattern today we'll go on in that in that line today but today i quickly uh, want to do something like a very short bible study a very compressed bible study but it will give you a very gen a general outlay 
to uh, see through these matters of um, spiritual warfare. Because after last week, um, after last Sunday's podcast, I got several uh, feedbacks and a lot, some people having uh, some kind of conception, some having some kind of, you know, different kind of uh, stuff happening uh, at the same time. So I will give, I will do the Bible study just to give us a, a general uh, way, a general out view uh, to look at, at these things, uh, a, 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 like a, 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 a broad framework for us to look at matters of spiritual warfare. When we talk about spiritual warfare, some people might um, come up with different kind of objections different kind of perspective you know um you it, it might some some kind of objection might look like this oh you are just inclined to 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 demons <laughs> that's an insult anyway but of course they don't say it that way but it, oh you are just inclined to demons who you how you maybe because of your exposure your background and everything that is why you are so demon inclined and you are so spiritual warfare spiritual attack inclined and everything oh here there's no demon here you are just living in the abundance in the grace in the bounties in the goodness of god and everything there's nothing like spiritual warfare if uh, some say jesus has accomplished our warfare and i think uh, you should just go back and listen carefully to last week and you see uh, some point there but i clearly want to uh, to to respond to those although that is not the essence of this but uh, of course you find that response in this uh, particular uh, podcast as we move on it is not we, we we don't talk about spiritual warfare because we are inclined to demon yes we don't talk about it just because we love demons no nobody loves demons we don't talk about it just because uh, we don't have any other thing no, we know how to talk about prosperity. We can talk about uh, what what have you any other thing we can always talk about. Uh, but this is a reality, and it is a reality that even the scriptures enjoy enjoys us uh, to deal with. So it is not a matter of anybody being inclined to demon. No, <laughs> it is not a subjective experience of anybody. Like the matter of spiritual warfare is not is not subject to. It's not a matter of a subjective experience. Is 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 a is a reality that is widely it affects everybody widely. It is the way that it affects everybody that is subjective. But warfare, spiritual warfare, as we are going to see it very shortly, it affects everybody. So let us take up. A, a, let us just take a very brief Bible study, maybe just like in ten minutes. Let us just do that. Let us see how we got the way we get to uh, let us see how we we are uh, how, how we got here now and uh let us see the provisions and the arrangements of god for us in that in that light now look at genesis chapter one let let us start it from genesis chapter one, because i want to give you broadly of the of the bible and that is why i was saying uh, at the start that please as a christian as a child of god as a person that has identified himself with the kingdom of god please read your bible read your bible get the general tone get the general message of the bible get the general message that the bible uh, is sending out bible has a central theme yes the bible has a central message the bible has a central idea the bible has a, a core core idea that is passing 
across to us but you might not know it if you if you read your bible uh if you do not learn to read the bible wholly you will not learn to read the bible wholly in fact some of you some prophets will have some prophets will challenge you when you get to heaven you know <laughs> some prophets of the bible will challenge you when you get to heaven because you never read their book before yes you never read that. You some of you don't even know that their book exists in the Bible. The prophet like Zephaniah, uh, prophet like Nahum, prophet like you know all all those all those prophets, prophet like Micah. Some of you don't even know that Zephaniah is in the Bible. You don't know when you get to heaven. Don't think that prophet will take it lightly, uh, lightly with you. He won't. You why won't you read his own his own his own book of the Bible? All right, that's just on a lighter mode, but it's it's just to tell you that please read the Bible holy because that's what I want to do now. From Genesis chapter one, the Bible says, "In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth." Now, when we read when we read Bible, um, just a brief over overview. The Bible is in is a is a narrative. The Bible was written uh like a story narrative. Yes, if you've read it, you you will see that clear line that it goes from genesis down to revelation it is stories like a narrative being told and the narrative is very clearly it's the design can only the design could only have been initiated by an by an intelligent being no a lot of a lot of objections and a lot of contradictions a lot of uh you know different kind of things have been brought up uh, to say that oh the bible was cooked up the bible was made up the bible but on and on day in day out we see that we see an ingenuity in in the in the makeup in the composition even in the arrangement of the bible we see that no this intelligence is beyond man is beyond words is beyond world is beyond us this is beyond man the intelligent is so much the intelligent is so unique that only a supreme intelligent being can could have because there is a message that there's there's a progression of that message that was captured in the bible the bible started with the creation story the bible started with the creation story where god created the heaven and earth and you know a lot of um theological explanation has come to the reason why god created um why god created the earth and everything like that yes some people say that god created the head just to just so that it can it could extend the harm of his rulership um into into the earth and everything like that um that is true that is correct uh but i hold that the primary the principal reason and the most potent explanation that you can give to the reason why god uh created the earth that man could dwell in is love is love is love it is just love now love is the reason love is the ultimate goal now but whatever means that god now chose to reach that end called love is now what is without what we are seeing and that that is where all other explanations can now fit in it is just love you know how how if you love someone probably your loved one uh for some of you in in a relationship probably your your fiance or your fiance uh is is celebrating a birthday and you want to gift um that person that you love so dearly you want to give gift uh uh probably a, a birthday cake and just assume you are the baker of that cake you bake that you're the one that actually bakes 
uh, cake now um you you know how much energy and how much how much um how much process how much how how large how how elaborate you're going to put yourself involved in the making of that cake yes you know how much rigor how much finance how much no you just want it to be awesome because this is a cake that you're going to give to your loved one this is so if someone sees you while making the cake they might just say wow wow this is an enthusiastic baker this is just wow this this baker is just so wow he lo- she loves what he's doing or he loves what he does my god I, this is so interesting uh but actually what made what projected you or presented you to be that interesting or that enthusiastic in the making of the cake was because that cake is for someone you love all your energy all your finesse all your uh all the goodness and the skillfulness that you are showing in the process of the making of the cake is so that you can show your love as much as possible to the person that you love so also is it with god he will god will not stop at anything god will not stop at anything to project and to express his love to us to mankind or to any person who is the object of his love in fact the bible was saying somewhere when jesus was preaching jesus jesus was, was preaching jesus was speaking somewhere and the the the, the followers his followers his disciples remember his disciples were shouting oh zana hallelujah to the king when he was riding into jerusalem and the pharisee the the, the sanhedrin the leaders of the day came and said that shut these people up stop let them stop saying these things they are saying and uh, jesus answered them said if they stop saying it uh god will raise up stones that we say them god will raise or imagine god will go as 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 much as far as raising up stones to to praise him now it is to tell you that if you are the object of god's love and i tell you you are the object of god's love mankind we are the object of god's love yes if you are the object of god's love god will never stop at anything at anything to express his love to you even if it means creating earth yes even if it means creating the earth even if it means creating the earth and sneaking out of heaven to come and fellowship with you that he has put in the earth so we see a we see a mind behind the creation of the earth and we see a designer this is where it is and every all of those people agnostic and everything this is where they come and you know they refute the claim and say but you cannot refute it there's a grand design there's a grand design proven science science has proven it proven scientifically that there is a grand design there is there is there is the mind behind the creation of our world in fact it is it is it is often said uh what some of the constants yes yeah, some of the constants in physics some of the constants that physicists have put forward now that upon which the balance of our health upon which the engine if they happen to 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 go out of to be out of that constant if that constant is not that constant even by less than zero point you know infinite number of zeros one if 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 they just slightly 
are, are not that exact constant then there will be chaos this world will never be in that uh in that scale of balance will never be have an, and that that will tell you that is not definitely the work of a big bang that is the work of an intelligent creature intelligent creator rather intelligent creator intelligent uh maker intelligent designer that that was behind the creation of the earth so we see we see how he created the earth and uh he created it with a purpose in mind he just to show love he is okay where he is he is ruling in heaven very okay where he is but in order to show love in order to demonstrate his love he extended uh his harm of being his arm of of existence he extended it to mankind so we the first part of the bible narrative we saw the we saw we saw um we saw the creation story the second part is the fall is the fall of man the man that he has made the man who himself is the object of god's love and no i told you it's a compressed a compressed bible study you is something that you want to go and study because even the creation when you study at some point you 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 come to some places where people uh some people propose to to say that there there is a pre-adamic uh earth there was a there was a pre-adamic earth uh like there was an earth that was in existence before adam came into being and actually that is the um that is the earth that was that was referred to in genesis chapter one and verse one that was the earth that preceded adam and then something happened uh linked with revelation and link with ezekiel chapter 28 isaiah and all of those uh, other places it's something that you just want to study but that i want to just uh, make up make out my point here we are talking about spiritual warfare spiritual warfare so um we saw after the create creation part creation part that is the first part of the bible narrative then we saw the fall the fall was what followed the creation the god has created the man and has put him and her he has created them male and female created Eden. he has put them in the garden and then the fall came they were tempted by the devil and they they succumbed they gave in to the temptation of the uh, of the devil you will see the devil very shortly you will see who the devil is very shortly you see who he was and then you see who he still is till till now and then you will know where uh when we discuss spiritual warfare you know that this is not a, just a comic fable this is not a popular uh popular doctrine or popular preaching that we just cook up in our mind and then we are no this is reality <laughs> and your denial of reality is just a symptom a sign of attack that is just it if you deny this reality that is just a sign that you are under attack that that is just it either it Satan has just given an attack if you live in denial and you will see uh that mood and that kind that context of attack very shortly so we see the fall the fall is where man now uh, yielded the fall is where he yielded to the deceit to the deceit of the devil and then falling short of uh, a lot of things that god has put in place he fell short of the presence of god he fell short of the glory of god he fell short of the rulership mandate that God has given to him. He fell short of it. He fell short of everything entirely, and he became earthly. He became earthly. Um. So after the fall narrative, we have the redemption narrative. Everything that followed the fall, 
everything that followed the fall of Adam, the, the, the story of for, of the fall of Adam, everything up till the latter part of Revelation, uh, like Revelation chapter 22 or so, uh, everything is the redemption part of the Bible narrative. Everything in it is 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 the narrative of how God stepped out to redeem His people. How God stepped into time. How God stepped into the earth. How God stepped into the the present evil world that we are in now. And how God stepped into it. And how God redeemed. Uh, the attempt, the process, the elaborate graphic illustration. We saw a lot of it in the Old Testament, in the uh, in in God elucidating the art of worship, the process, the practice of sacrifices. We saw everything. We saw it lay bare in the Old Testament. If you read, if you give time to read Numbers, Leviticus, Exodus, you read those parts. You see how how elaborate the entire process is. They, those are graphical representation of the redemptive process the atonement process that god is on just to redeem man back and to redeem back the whole earth because the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof the world and even the people that dwell there it is still the lord it is just that the people that god has given the uh the the stewardship of the earth to which is man they handed it over to the enemy of God. And you will see that too very shortly. So we have the redemption uh, story of, of, of God. How God stepped into, how God stretched out his arm to redeem us. And then the final part of the Bible narrative is the consummation. The consummation, we see that in, in Revelation. The consummation simply means how God will eventually re receive everything back to himself. Everything will return back to normal. And that is why we were saying last week that see we know the end of this battle yes listen to last week again if you if if you can or if you have not listen to it that's what we were saying last week that see we know the end of this battle we know that satan cannot win ultimately in the long run we know who we, we know who will be standing at the end of the whole thing at the end of the combat when the whole dust is gonna settle we know who will still be standing we know this it's not the devil we already know that god jesus as jesus gave us that example he gave us a foretaste to that he dealt an heavy blow on them in fact the bible says that he made a public show of them he made a spectacle of them he 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 he, he went to their territory and he knocked he knocked them down in their territory he knocked he knocked them down right in their territory. If you <laughs> if you've read the 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 the, the this book by C.S. Lewis, um, the Chronicles of Narnia, just go and read it. It's a very interesting. It's not fairy tale. It's, it's a very very powerful book. The Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe. I think that's the part one of the story. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. How Aslan? Aslan is the king, and Aslan is. Well, C.S. Lewis is a very wise man. Aslan is the king. He entered into the territory of the white witch and he he he, he actually demolished the whole place. He demolished the entire the entire temple or the entire palace of the white witch. He demolished it. All the 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 people, all the animals that the white witch has 
has turned into stone by his magic the aslan restored them back he he spoiled them he bloodied the nose of the white witch if you if you will have it in that graphical language like that that is the same thing that jesus did to the devil he went right there to the territory the bible says that the whole host of hell the whole principalities and part of hell were upon him but then they, they they didn't know that there is a rule that is power that is more powerful than the rule of sin and death it is the, it is called the rule of life the law of life the law of life he said there is now no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus who does not live after the flesh but live after the spirit for what the law could not do in that it was rich he said the law the this jesus came jesus came in the flesh and he did it jesus came in the flesh and he did it look at it romans chapter 8 hmm. very powerful now look at it now see there is therefore no condemnation to them which which are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit verse 2 now says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death so there's the law of sin and death but then there's this law of the spirit of life there is a law of sin and death that says every soul that sins it shall die but then there's the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus christ jesus was a man that never sinned but the devil killed him the devil punished and he punished a just man he punished a righteous man and that is a that is a violation of a greater rule that was what the devil did not realize until it was very late until it was too late when jesus was right there in his nose where jesus was right there in his territory in his chamber and there he defeated them he, he landed an heavy blow he landed a, a heavy blow on the devil and then the bible says that oh i have the keys of hell and death so he went there he bloodied their nose and then he collected the key to their house and then he pocketed it and he walked away he led the captive captive and then all of the entire thing so it is all the tell that we know when this thing will end and the consummation is where we know that so we know where it started from the creation the fall of man which is what got us to where we are today because when man fell oh god when man fell it affected everything yes and this is where this is this is the point uh we'll make very shortly now now the bible also tells us um what is the bible shows us at least three characters in the bible story three characters we have we have god who himself is we can refer as the protagonist of the entire bible story we we have him who himself is the protagonist and we have the devil obviously definitely we have the devil and this is very important that you must take note of we have the devil who is the antagonist who is the antagonist in the story and then we have man we have man often man is just on the neutral ground but we are not made we are not supposed to be on the neutral ground by the grand design of god we were supposed to be on God's side, yes, but because of the fall, because of at the fall, at the fall, we became a co-antagonist with the devil. Hallelujah! At the fall, we 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 left God's side. We were not even yet on God's side initially. We were just neutral. We need we were neither righteous, neither were we sinful. We were just neutral. We were, we were neither righteous nor sinful. We were just neutral like that. We were, we, we could call us the ag- agonists. We were not protagonists. We were not antagonists. We were just the, we the agonists. Just like there in the middle. But at the fall, we bought into the lie of the devil. And then we became 
antagonists also with the devil with the devil now when jesus came back and restored he came with the redemption mandate and gave the chance to people to return to be able to return back to god and people start returning back to god now people now start being on god's side and thereby pitching them against the antagonists who is what who, who is the devil yes who which is the devil devil is the antagonist he will always be the antagonist forever the state of oh, oh, hallelujah this is very this is very just go and study this matter the state of uh, of satan is is eternal it cannot be changed it cannot be changed remember when man ate the the fruit of the tree of the garden of eden bible says that god said let us cast these people out let us they have become like one of us they are falling let us cast them out now lest they put for their hand and eat of the fruit of the tree of life and they live forever so god's casting us out of the garden of eden was actually god's mercy for us because if not our own life our own story also would have been like the story of the antagonist who is what who is the devil would have lived forever irredeemable unredeemable we would have lived we can no no help can come to us if we are eating of the tree of life he would not have been able to redeem us at all there would not be any any chance for redemption if we have eaten of the tree of life but we didn't eat it now satan was created as as a as a spirit being as an eternal being uh in that sense he, he, he lives forever he cannot be changed he cannot be changed so when he sinned when when corruption was found in 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 satan in the beginning of time or before the beginning of time there was no redemption the redemptive option in the options of god for him there was no redemptive option but for man when man sinned, god could step in god became man to redeem satan god god became man to redeem us and when he began he began to redeem us when he when he when any, anybody chooses or anybody uh comes to god's side through christ jesus it automatically pitches you against the devil and this is where spiritual warfare comes from this is the basis the basis of spiritual warfare just know it just know it if you're on god's side you are against the devil or at least it's <laughs> the devil is against you you might not have anything you might de- you might deny that no me i'm not fighting any spiritual warfare i'm not no you can say that but satan is not saying that with you satan in fact he wants you to say that so that he can he can launch his attack incognito he, he won't know that it's coming from you or you keep denying that it is the devil no it is not the devil you might just keep blaming yourself you might blame the, the country you might blame uh your parents you might blame whatever thing you might blame the circumstance you might blame the economic situation of the country uh, uh yeah satan wants you to blame every other thing aside satan is the real enemy but he wants you to blame every other thing on every other person so when we when we start coming to god or when we come to god we automatically we are on we are against the devil and please remember that this earth this earth this earth is still currently not the earth that god initially wanted 
that God initially created. This earth, there is corruption in this present earth. Because when, when Satan took Jesus to the top of the mountain, the Bible says that he showed him the glory, he showed him the whole world, he showed him the whole earth and the glory of the kingdoms. He showed him the whole kingdom of the earth and the glory of them all. And he said that these have been delivered to me, oh God. These have been delivered to me and I can give it to whosoever I will. <clears throat> whosoever I will. Whosoever I will. It has been delivered to me. Look at it now. Verse, Luke chapter 4 and verse 6. Oh, hallelujah. Luke chapter 4 and verse 6. He said that, And the devil said unto, unto Jesus, this is, one, this is one of the temptation part of, of Jesus' story. He said, All this power. Look at verse 5. The, verse 5 says that, And the devil taking him up unto a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a, in a moment of time. And the devil showed, he, showed unto him, all said unto him all this power will i give thee and the glory of them look at it for that it for that for that is delivered unto me it is delivered unto me who delivered it adam at the fall it was delivered and still to you today it is delivered there will come a time when it will be redeemed from his hand that is what romans was saying that we groan Oh my God, this is, you, you should please study on this more. That we groan, we groan, we groan, we groan. Look at it, for the endless expectation, verse 19 now, for the endless expectation of the creature awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Look at it, verse 20. And I've always said it that this, this verse 19 is not the manifestation of blue. That, oh, I will blue, I will blue one day. No, that is not it. Please read the Bible in context. Be, first, let us get what the Bible means before we uh we we speak of god of course that's that is preached by the bible that okay will be great of course we will manifest in life and everything it is preached by the bible but that is not preached by this verse of the scripture the earnest expectation of creation is a redemption story <laughs> look at verse 20 for you to get what i'm saying i'm not i'm not against greatness i'm not against you blowing you go and blow as much as you want to blow but this verse this verse is not what you will use to uh, to do that. This verse is talking some is talking about something very very deep. It's talking about the redemption of the earth, the 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 whole creation of God, the whole creation, the whole creation enterprise of God is what is dependent is what depends on our own redemption now. That we as the sons of God, we are we are man, we are the one in the image of God. And until we are redeemed and rightly redeemed, every other thing under us, every other thing under us will will keep crying, will keep groaning under the pants of corruption that we led them to. Because when we fell, we were at the top, we are the we are the peak of that ladder. A lot of things were under us because we have been given the dominion mandate. We were to subdue everything under us. So when we fell, every other thing under us fell. It fell. It fell. Uh, how, how do how do we how do we describe this now? How do we describe it? Just just it's just like a pyramid. It's just like a pyramid, and then like the what what holds the entire pyramid is at the top. If the top falls down. The entire structure also will collapse. We were at the top of that ladder. When we fell, the every other thing under us fell, and then they've been groaning since then. And until we come, until we manifest as the true sons of God, then they will still remain in glory. Look at verse 20. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by the reason of him who, who has subjected them to vanity. 
but because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Look at it now. The creature of God, everything that God has made, will be delivered into that liberty. Ah, into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Our liberty, our redemptive liberty. What we what we all gain from God, what we gain when we got born again, what, what we gain when we receive the life of Christ into us, how we will change the create the create the creature also the creation also will be delivered from that corruption and will deliver into hmm, into that same liberty look at it now hmm. for the whole creation groans and travels in pain together unto now uh, and, and on and on and on and on and on like that uh you see what the point I'm, i was making before i came here is that our current head that we live in now is still under the jurisprudence <laughs> of the antagonist yes yes and that is why it surprised me it surprises me most time when people are surprised that the world is worldly no you, do, you 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 should not be surprised that the world is being worldly what should the world be if the world is not worldly yes the world should be worldly yes if the world is not worldly that is counter purposeful is not serving its purpose then we should be surprised we should be if the world stops being worldly so when you see a lot of worldliness going on in the world uh well you should just amaze you that say wow ah, so this one to exist in the world but you're not surprised that ah, ah, why is this world no don't let it surprise you that why is this world like this no you should just surprise like oh wow so ah, ah, this one too is the dimension in this world ah satan the trial that is the surprise that we have but then the world will be worldly the surprise and the shock and the pain and the tears should come if the church begins to be worldly yes when we will begin to be worldly when we begin to adopt the system of the world of the fallen world into ourselves that is when we should be in tears and that the surprise comes from me that we are not surprised that the church is getting increasingly worldly that is my own surprise i mean you the world should be worldly but the surprise comes if you are not even pinched if you even nothing is even if nothing is touching you at all about the worldliness of the church that is a big concern now just to draw the 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 curtain of this episode is to tell you that see satan is still the enemy of god till when the consummation will happen and for you to be on god's side you are against satan and now this is it spiritual warfare spiritual warfare it happens to every one of us in our different contexts no matter where you are no matter where you are in the strata of the society no matter where you are in no matter where you are on in the world if you are in the village the devil has a he has a version of, of his attack to village people if you are in the city the devil has his version of attack to city people if you are if you're an elite if you're an elite you are very educated very enlightened the devil has his version of attack to those people if you are very very ill if you are not, if you are an illiterate the devil has his version of attack to you now if you now say oh you are demon inclined oh i mean what well, america people why are not talking about demon why are they not talking about uh, all of those things uh it's just that you do not understand how this thing works how this thing works they have their there is a version there is a mood by which satan attacks attacks their home have you not read that uh the god of this world has blinded their mind that they should not be open 
they should not see the light of the gospel he has blinded their mind some people some 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 people in this world the center the niche of attack of the devil to them is not their body it's not physically some people is in their mind is in their ideology they have been taken captive that is what colossians says colossians chapter 2 verse 8 it says that it says that don't let anybody spoil you <laughs> oh god let us read that colossians chapter 2 and verse 8 let no man spoil you if i get it right beware lest any man spoil you spoil there is a is a war language don't let anybody take you captive through philosophy and then deceit so some people the way satan takes them captive the way satan spoils them the way they lose battle and lose spiritual warfare is not is not it's not that uh, somebody is pressing them in 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 the dream or somebody is or they they see witchcraft or a bed is disturbing their 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 house in the middle of the night no some of them is they they were taken they were taken captive by philosophies by vain deceit by different kind of thing that affected their mind so you the the educated elitistic people elitistic people they their own the the mode of satan's attacks to them is in their mind and there are some people in the village it's not it's not it's not affecting their mind it's real real physical combat yes and i told you this is not subjective experience if you if you come from if you come from some certain villages you know this you will you will you know the manifestation of darkness and it's not only you knowing it it's the entire village the, the village will know no we know the people that are doing this if you've gone on village outreach, village evangelism, you understand what I'm saying. You know that the presence of darkness is in that village is not something that only you felt, or not something that only one person felt. The entire team that went, you know that no, 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 no. There is there is the presence of darkness in this place, and that is very, very real. So it is not, it is just to tell, tell you that wherever you stand in the strata of humanity, wherever you are in the socioeconomic ladder wherever you are you are as long as you are with god you are in the warfare paul told timothy fight the good fight of faith the reason is because this earth is 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 under is under the control of the god of this world the bible calls him the god of this world the bible calls him the prince the prince of this world jesus said the prince of this world comes and he finds nothing in me he calls him the prince of the power of the air so when you are with God and the life of God is inside you and you want to live the life of God in a fallen world, you know there will be trouble. Father, we thank you for today. We appreciate your name for the grace that you have given to us. We allow your name. We thank you for the privilege. Father, we ask that your word will bear fruit and that you give us understanding of these matters in the name of Jesus. Open it up to us on and on, on and on, even beyond what we could say today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, see you again next time.